are listening to Podcast 118, a Hey Arnold re-education, where every week, two lifelong friends gather to re-watch, review, and relive every episode of the movie of the classic Nicktoon, Hey Arnold. I am one of your hosts, Sean, and I'm joined by... That was a mighty fine solo there. Your voice will shot or nothing. I'm Michael. Hello. We should have prepared to do this entire episode in two-part harmony. <laughs> I'm coming off of a cold. Not sure if I could sustain that, but uh, there's fair. there's more singing coming this season. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. We need to make use of my classical training. Hi, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, just let me give you the lorem ipsum first, because these episodes were episodes that were truly some of the episodes of all time. <laughs> yes. Um, you can find us on literally every podcast service. So Apple Podcasts, <coughs> Spotify, Amazon Music, Good Pods. Uh, rate us, review us, scathe us, maybe if that's what you're into especially if you like what you hear though because uh, we want other people to find the show and listen to us and if you want to follow us along twitter instagram both of them are at pc 118 pod the email is that at gmail.com and today we are covering season three episode three what's the what do people say when it's when it's two things the, the duo of the pairing of um yes i'm trying to spice this one up dos. casa paradiso dos episodes yeah, there we go. Sure. And Gerald's tonsils, of which there are also two. But there were two until they got taken. Well, I guess there's still two, even after they get <laughs> taken just, out. They're just not in, <laughs> in Gerald's mouth anymore. <laughs> Keep my tonsils out your fucking mouth. Keep my tonsils out your fucking mouth. Oh, wait, I have a sensor button. Okay, next time. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, let, well, let's, let's jump in. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just, let's just go. Let's just I'm in. I'm gonna be honest, Casa Paradiso. I never really liked Flat. it as a kid. Yeah, Flat. it was just kind of Flat. like hey, that was that was my that was my internal monologue the entire time I was watching yeah. it. Wait, did we did we read the uh, did we even read the stats? <laughs> we just jumped right into like it's all right. I need to jump. I need to jump into reading the stats too. Jeez, okay. Hey, this episode is called Casa Paradiso. The original air date, September 7th, 1998. Written by Joseph Purdy, directed by Steve Saki, and the plot summary is... When an irritated Grandpa Phil decides to sell the boarding house to go live in a condo, Arnold and the boarders try to get him to change his mind. Change his mind they do, under the power of supposed family, I guess. I don't know, you man. Know, you know, yeah. complimenting people's eyes. Yeah all that stuff in between yeah that's a good way to put it though this is this, this whole thing does just kind of fall flat like the character is like it's the characters kind of as we know them but it's not really super entertaining i think that's the that's the biggest gripe that i have with the episode yeah like the yeah. entire cold open being maybe like a fifth of the episode mm -hmm. length and it's all just complaining mm -hmm. yeah it's just like grouchy grouchy belligerent grandpa and like this is the most cranky we've seen him since snow but it's mm -hmm. not really in that one you have again like the juxtaposition between him and arnold and how they both react to the snow day and like that yeah. makes for like some good again intergenerational storytelling natural conflict but it's like largely unspoken here grandpa's just like kind of a jerk you know yeah and i'm never i'm never going to empathize with landlord problems because landlords sure. are parasites right <laughs> never never going to be able to relate to that landlords are parasites the tenants are leeches in the this situation but you know it's love that parasites are worse than leeches i guess yeah love that for us yeah, yeah at least leeches are cures for that's true various illnesses eyeballs 
As, <laughs> throw some witches on there. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Steve-O has a video. Maybe we should just watch that instead and review that because we'd probably have more fun with that. Uh, yeah. Steve-O has a video on his YouTube channel where he has like he like re reenacts some of his Trump's most famous bits. Oh, no. uh, I don't know about the leech eyeball, but he does redo the wasabi snooters, and I think he redoes the uh, manila envelope on the corners of his mouth. Oh, my <laughs> He's like, oh, it's so much worse. <laughs> and I'm like, it's because you're sober now for all of this. I, I hate, <laughs> hate it. It was the simple ones that were the best ones. Yeah. Like, always. I think it was last episode that we were already laughing about I'll show me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so good. Okay. Anyway, back to something that didn't just, really just make so us can, laugh. Just so we can get this over with. Yes. Uh, Casa Paraiso sounds scammy, doesn't it? Didn't it sound scammy? A little scammy? bit. A little bit. I was, you know, I think in my mind's eye, I thought I had like a headcanon where they, I thought they'd go to Casa Paradiso and like see that it's actually like kind yeah, of a dump. Down. Like yeah. for me, I'm like, I feel like this, this general premise was more f- better fleshed out and realized on SpongeBob because I'm like, oh, this is like, this is like the beginning of the Squidville episode, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, fair. They don't really take it that far. It just feels like a race against time to like get grandpa to change his mind on selling the boarding house. But yeah, there's just, I just, I didn't feel, I didn't feel any of the stakes. I didn't really feel any of the drama. I was just like, yeah, yeah the borders are just kind of bumbling up against each other and everything. And I think what was also kind of weird is I, I want to say minus four eyed Jack, which again was technically like first season. Uh-huh. I don't really think we've, we saw anything in season two in terms of like really bringing the borders together. As a community, okay, yeah. as a as a as a found family, yeah. I guess. So it was weird to kind of get dropped into that and of to see them try and be like, oh, like we've always, blah 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 blah, like we've we've always been here for each other, whatever whatever they were saying. But it yeah. just yeah, like I'm like we haven't really seen much in the way of that, which isn't like the show's fault necessarily. I think there's, but I think they learn. I think they learn their lesson from this episode, and like we get more episodes later down the line that do sort of put their relationships with each other to the test more so mm-hmm. and like we actually get to see see those relationships more properly put on display this felt kind of just like a trial run for that yeah. where they were like working towards something they weren't like working against arnold or anything like that and so yeah it really did like you you said it perfectly like time was the enemy here not even like the threat of moving mm-hmm. it was just the urgency of it i think yeah and they didn't even feel like there was that much urgency. And it did not even feel like there was that much urgency because they had yeah. enough time to build a slideshow and mm-hmm. write poetry. Mm-hmm. 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 I do have to say, though, the um, the commercial for Casa Paradiso, mm-hmm. um, the interplay between Grandpa and yeah. the... And that was just yeah. really, really good. Yes. Like, like peach mango. I want peach mango. Mm, peach, peach mango. mango. <laughs> it sounds like uh, Victor from Futurama. Yeah, no, yeah. no dog food for Victor and tonight. Shuffleboard. <laughs> shuffleboard. That was the the Squidville did that too. He's like, would you rather would you rather tear out your brain stem, go out to the nearest three way, four way, four way intersection and skip rope with it, than go on living where you do now? <laughs> then come on down to Tentacle Acres. So good. So good. 
Damn, Again. that's crazy. This, this is that episode, huh? I know. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, there, that, bread yeah, that's what this episode was also missing. Canned bread, hmm. a, an interpretive dance academy, and a clarinet trio, a jazz clarinet improvisational trio, because it's even better in a group. If you were the landlord of the Sunset Arms boarding house, which personally, just based on you and how you kind of interact with people, you're not really putting yourself in grandpa's head, but just oh. you're the landlord, which yeah. boarder would you be the most annoyed by? Oh shit! Like just I thought ba- you were gonna say Mary Kill. <laughs> I mean, there's three of the three of them. You could do that too. But... I would probably be most annoyed by Oscar. <laughs> fair, fair, yeah. It's either Oscar or Ernie because noise is the biggest thing. Oh, with like Ernie, like going, like smashing stuff all the time and whatnot. Yeah, Ernie either always smashing mm. stuff or just like Oscar mm. and Susie continually fighting. Yeah, Oscar just being a source of complaints all the time. Uh-huh. Out of his own uselessness. That's fair. I think Oscar would edge it out the most for me, and him yeah. just being super like weaselly and trying to chum it up with you. At least yeah. with like Mister Win, it's like you kind of know where you stand. Like, it, yeah, yes, yes, he complains a lot, but at least he kind of yeah. he leaves it at that. A straight shooter. Yeah, very straight shooter. Yeah, he's very a good American. But by the music way, singer. did we act? We didn't talk our fan cast for Mister Win last. From oh, there's our, only. A- there's yeah, only one there is, but let's just it. say it real quick. Ki Hui Kwan, yeah. Oscar winner extraordinaire. Yeah, the role is yours. You're, the in, you're in your the ultimate, could be. ultimate comeback era. Yeah. Uh, all of the, the hilarity, the sincerity, all of that. Yeah. Plus, I've never seen him with a mustache, so I'd like to see him with like a little pencil mustache. That'd 100%, be fun. Yes, need to see it. Need to see it, <laughs> and have him sing country music. Yes, even if that episode doesn't translate uh, to live, live action. It'll make it'll make the ad invasion. That one's pretty. It'll, it'll can't leave that. Can't la- can't leave that out. Uh, <laughs> I want yeah, to apologize then... for all the times I lied and borrowed money and didn't give it back. <laughs> Just the scattered applause is the best part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like this weird like morgue music in the background. What's, the what's, mor- what's morgue music like? Like like organ at a at, oh like yeah. mortu- oh mortuary like mortuary music. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Like CSI, like crime scene, scene of the crime, morgue music. Morgue is also like an instrument. It's like a, it's almost like a keyboard that like oh, okay. is almost like digital organ kind of. Oh, stuff. I thought of like a moog, like a moog synthesizer. That's what I thought. You it were could talking. also okay, be okay. That moog, works too yeah. for sure. Dark, dark, ominous tones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bong. it was just with that kind of like elevator mm-hmm. <laughs> in the background. Uh, yeah, and then the episode ends. Yes, it did. Um, uh, I, 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 that was. That. I do, I do appreciate that Grandpa, he doesn't turn a corner and he doesn't have this like contrived like, oh, you're right. I love you guys. He actually just stays annoyed and put out. <laughs> He's like, He's fine. Oh, no, you're going to make sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, because like this is like maybe the second the second instance in the entire show's run of just like lucid grandma yeah. <laughs> like, like home is where the family is honey or whatever she lucid is. grandma's <laughs> such a good way to put it <laughs> lucid grandma <laughs> who taught you how to swing a bat arnold your lucid grandma <laughs> it's just mickey k-line with grandma's hair <laughs> Yeah, Mickey Kaline's pretty lucid when he's not taking yeah. uh, baseballs to the head. I did have to yeah. dance to the hooky lounge PE once for a middle school dance unit. What that, the hell? Yeah, we did a dance unit. Uh, so pretty sure we did like the cha-cha to slide. This well, not grandma specifically, but there was <laughs> like you know like back when. Yeah, just the- as 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 it did when you know like 
white America commodified Hawaii back in like the 40s and 50s of like tiki culture and like Coca-Cola ads featuring like very light skinned Hawaiian, allegedly Hawaiian women. Mm. It was like, you know, it was very tiki room-esque. Like, and we're going to the hooky Yeah. Hooky, 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 hooky And there was actually a girl in my class who was Hawaiian. Actually, there were two people in my class who were Hawaiian that year and they were both like they almost didn't want to do it because they both found it like so wildly offensive and like appropriative and everything and yeah i felt pretty uncomfortable doing it to say the least love that for you yes can you sample it for me for the viewers of our audio-based podcast uh there was some of this i watched lilo and stitch last night last week so this is all pretty fresh to me right now wow look at the wrist motion well done i I hear the surfing's choice i'm so proud of you your hand is kind of stiff, though. Thank you. Alu, alu. <laughs> I'm in Hawaii, too. What does she too. call it again? She calls it out. The, oh, alu, alu. Alu, alu. Alu, alu. It's called the hula. Luau. Luau. <laughs> I'm in Hawaii, too. Aloha, bitches. That's, like, that's literally where this episode just made me want to watch. Okay, so the next episode. Yay, moving on. (laughs) This might be one of our shorter episodes, but that's fine. 10-minute episode. Uh, (laughs) Gerald's Tonsils, September 7th, 1998. Written by Craig Bartlett. Directed by Sherm Cohen and Frank Weiss. In the plot summary, as typed, Gerald's voice is deepened after having his tonsils out just a few days before the school recital. Short and sweet. That's exactly what happens. Gets his tonsil out, voice is deeper. This one I enjoyed more, definitely, comparatively. Yeah. Yeah. This was one of those moments where, like, you forgot about it ever existing, and the second that Moonlight Bay starts to play, you're like, oh, shit, I remember this episode all the way through. (laughs) Like, that's that's what happened for me with this one. (laughs) Quick, quick, Phoebe's notepad. Moonlight Bay, originally written by Edward Madden and Percy Wenrick, published uh, first published in 1912, often sung in a barbershop quartet style. Um, ah, you can okay. go ahead and find like an original recording of it on YouTube, and it's like in that very just like grainy, old timey sound, and it's actually kind of scary to listen it's to. Kind of like Tiny Tim voice. Very, like... very t- tiptoe through the tulips vibes yeah. a little bit. I was like, yeah, it did give me some insidious uh, I can't even make heebie-jeebies. aggressive vibrato that Tiny Tim has. <laughs> Things that bother you never bother me. Coffee's only a dime. <laughs> Living in the sunlight, it. loving in the it. moonlight, having a wonderful it. time. I dislike it. Have you seen that meme that's been going around? Like, there are very few people that are doing it correctly, but it's like apparently it's a scene from Diary of a Wimpy Kid where like the kids are singing Total Eclipse of the Sun, maybe auditioning to like be the lead vocalist or whatever. No, every, everybody sucks until one kid nails the chorus. <laughs> And also, why was Gerald's voice so disjointed, like from the rest of the audio? It was like it was like a sound bite. It no, it was super forward in the mix. No matter. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like sharp cut in and sharp cut out too, just like stapled on top. I guess it was to to maybe we're meant to hear it. Maybe we're meant to hear it from Gerald's POV and his self perception again. Like a oh, lot okay. so far, a lot of these Gerald centric episodes and we are keeping a running list now called hey everyone else i think maybe we'll check in at the end of each season and then at the end of the show overall to see who which character had like the best overall 
run of like solo stories. Uh, yeah, so we're the most confessionals this season of Survivor for, for sure. Uh, so this is this is a drop in the Gerald bucket. Most of these solo efforts from him so far have been how I see myself versus like how I'm head, concerned. Right? Other people will look at me differently, not as think of me as not as cool, et cetera, or yeah. confident, blah, blah, blah. So maybe there's that. Like he's got, Definitely you know, it's, it's so hard for me to watch it. Like I always kind of cringe when I see him like feeling himself like standing in the he's chorus so small guy. with his like with his arms crossed. He's like, oh, I'm going to bring the heat. Just not yet or whatever. Kill this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Go off, girl. Keep giving us nothing. Fucking <laughs> end. It's yeah, for sure, for sure. He was mad smug this entire episode. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I found the doctor's voice to be really funny though. Oh, oh like, this one like stereotype old man voice. But it's Oh the ice cream you can eat. <laughs> I was oh, gonna say you better take those tonsils out, Gerald. They're very inflamed. <laughs> oh my god. You know, as a child I thought like much like how John Mulaney talks about how he thought quicksand was going to be a bigger concern in his life from yeah. all the TV he watched, all yeah. of all of the cartoons that I watched, and even live action in the nineties, yes. I thought tonsillitis was going to be a much bigger problem. I thought like I thought tonsillitis would be right next to wisdom teeth removal. But you've actually had your wisdom teeth, and I've removed. had my wisdom teeth. Yes, removed. yes. But yeah. as far as I know, you still have your tonsils. I still have my tonsils. Uh, yes, for sure. I still yeah, remember still the first. Those. I still remember the first time I actually truly saw my tonsils. I was in like third grade and I was out sick with strep throat and I could see like oh, that they were like, yeah, enlarged and almost touching. It was, it was pretty, that's pretty so nice. <laughs> Which, uh, speaking of tonsil talk, can we just like, can we at least, I don't know about you, but I, I want to give Stinky his flowers as the MVP uh-huh. of this episode. Uh-huh. Just being uh-huh. like the heel kind of just, yes. I still got my tonsils. In fact, I got four of them. I'm a freak of nature. Yeah. <laughs> All the best moments came from Stinky. I reckon I could sing his big soul. <laughs> Gets shot down immediately. On Bay. Okay, but did he hit the note? I think he actually did, he though. Hit the note it was the a different key. The first the time, first, yeah, the first time. The yeah. first time he hit it, the second time yeah. he missed it. But he uh-huh. went in. Uh-huh. He went in. I found this episode to be ref- like, okay. If I watched this in a silo, like next to each episode, that was good. I probably uh-huh. wouldn't rank it so high, but next to Casa Paradiso, <laughs> yeah, it felt like an S tier episode for all the like yeah. little tongue and cheek jokes. Yeah, just the weird one offs or like even the oh, guy. This is Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Is this Harvey? <laughs> no, it's me, Gerald. <laughs> Roll call, Evie, Stinky, Sheena, Gerald. <laughs> It's like the same shit. Like, I don't, I do not maintain that Pitch Perfect is a great movie, mm-hmm. but it had a lot of funny moments, especially sure. like when the girl comes it's, back from it's the nodes. She gets yeah, like gets node surgery nose. or whatever. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh. oh. <laughs> oh you never so, seen that deep before. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of like, you know, there's the very famous, uh, the very famous like Brady Bunch episode where like, Peter, yeah, Peter, the one who dated the girl from Next America's Next Top Model, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Peter, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Brady, um, where his voice is all crack, and he's like, "When it's time to change," and they kind of do that here, and I'm like, "Dude, did Ice JJ Fish like was this Ice JJ Fish's like his walk hard moment watching this episode as a child? He's like, "I'm gonna make a whole YouTube career out of singing like this, and I'm gonna amass 
a very large online following. That he will. And then the, uh, besides Stinky, the, the thing that actually had me laughing super hard was just like the rando who comes by on the bike. He's like, ha, 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 what a crazy voice. <laughs> it's definitely the same guy that does like the, the, Is that the, the same character in SpongeBob. Yeah, like maybe it was Tom yeah. Kenny real quick. He just came in to do that. I think this was the prototype of that because it did. So. <laughs> He's like, pointing <laughs> and then he crashes off screen into something right okay that's a very subtle crash not like what they usually use for eugene yeah. <laughs> none of the like i'm okay none yeah. of the like scream just like <laughs> oh what a crazy voice oh. oh my god but again i think this is a cute i mean this is like it's cute a cute yeah. episode to write but also to not only like for gerald but to justify keeping uh, Jameel Smith on as Gerald without having to recast him. Like this is just mm. this. It's like when they write a, an actor's pregnancy into, into the show. So they don't have to yeah. like constantly pose be behind giant baskets of laundry or whatever they do on, yeah. on multicam save comp. Gerald and Helga sulk at the same bridge. I think it's might be the sulking bridge of the show. I'm going to have to keep tra track of that. It's the same bridge Helga sulked at in uh, Helga's Love Potion. Little Harvey is like such a little cutie, though. And he's, and he's like, still in a little mailman outfit. I basically. know. And, he, and he's got a little like Uncle Sam mailman poster that says, I want you, the U.S. Postal Service wants mm -hmm. you. <laughs> so, so good. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, Harvey's, Harvey's always really fun to have like play a main role in mm. an episode or even like just a supporting role just to as hate he did the in snow. this one. Like, mm -hmm. So, so good. He's mm. a, he's a bright light. He almost always seems to have a little bit of a, like a moral moment, mm -hmm. a grounded character for the most part, not always, mm -hmm. but for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, did you, did you have, to, uh, did you have to do like singing recitals in grade school? Yeah. I remember you, I remember you like at the drop of a hat in high school, rocking us with some Jesus loves me this. I know for the always. Bible tells me so. Always, always. I am the most <laughs> pious person amongst all of my friends. <laughs> I had to memorize the Bible verse every week. I just remember I'd go to church every Wednesday. Yeah, there's and the, sing hymns all the time. I had to sing a and lot. And get sent home for wearing Pokemon shoes. <laughs> I had to sing a lot of songs. I went to Christian school for one year. I remember several songs from that year. Do you remember these videos? I can't believe you've never like I've never like touched base with you about like whether we share like knowledge of like Christian children's media. There was this thing, this dude, kind of like a lamb chop situation. It was this guy and he had like a puppet sidekick, but it was a like a talking donut with googly eyes on it. Did you ever see these? It sounds familiar. Okay, for sure, for sure. So they have like, there are some songs off of the, that franchise. I, I forget so. what it's called. There's yeah. the one that's like, Goliath, thump, thump. And then it's like, yeah. come, come on, Israelites or something, right? And then there's this other one that goes like, oh, B, E, Y, obey your mom and dad or some shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, my God. And then, yeah. I hate it. I hate oh my it God. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this other song. It was like my kindergarten graduation. And it was about, I think it was largely about like, again, like doing what our parents tell us to. And I just distinctly remember. And I think this was my Moonlight Bay. Like I remember singing the shit out of this line. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it was because maybe it was like a, like a trio thing of like me and two other boys from my class. Like it was just us singing this. And it was, I think the line goes like, even spinach though we may not like is good for us. We know. I'm like, what the, what does this have to do with anything? I'm just trying to graduate from kindergarten. <laughs> And then 
Yes, I've you know a lot of a lot of memories. I sang a lot in first grade. And like I think I, I think I'm pretty sure I've shared this with you. I was like I had to be very hush hush like that. Let I was like Zac Efron in High School Musical because I loved singing, but I had felt like I had to hide that from people. But I wasn't like Zac Efron in High School Musical because I was bad at sports. <laughs> so I was like, guys, it's not that bad. Like I'll sing. You know, it's cool. We have to sing Yellow Submarine in 15 of United States. Like. This isn't that. This is fine. Well, uh, Michael, if I could redirect us to GodTube.com. GodTube.com. <laughs> the top ten classic Christian songs for kids, perfect for Sunday school and at home. Coming in at number ten. Wait, hold on. Let me redo this. <laughs> You're doing your God, your David Letterman voice. Coming in at number ten. <laughs> this little light of mine. <laughs> This little lot of mine. That song slaps if you've got like a that good core, if you've got a good choir behind it. Like, I don't know number nine. This train is bound for glory. <laughs> this train is bound for glory. <laughs> <laughs> this train. We're not going to hell. <laughs> don't ride nothing but the righteous and holy. This train is bound for glory. This train. Oh, number eight. He's got the whole world. Oh my in god! His hands. Dude, dude, have you seen Rock? Baby. Have you seen Rocket Man? Please tell me you've seen Rocket Man. Have you seen yeah. that? Okay, yeah. okay, that's what I was thinking. He's like, and now in Chinese, he's like, oh, oh. it's pretty racist. So I'll stop. Yeah. But yeah, okay, okay, okay. Did you know that the third part of he's got the whole world in his hand is he's got you and me, brother. In his <laughs> <hands>. <laughs> I did uh, not know the third verse of. The whole world in his hands. I knew those first two verses. No, I don't know number seven. Give me oil in my lamp. That sounds like a euphemism for something. Yeah, I don't know this. <laughs> so does number six. I know. <laughs> so the number six oh is called God. I'm All Wrapped Up. But the lyrics are just I'm All Wrapped Up, All Tied Up, oh All Tangled God. Up in Jesus. This is. Did 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 Tristan my and God, I. Oh it's my so God, so big, so strong, and so. Wait, what? Oh to, my god. We might have to edit this out because people are going to stop listening to us because of how Perhaps. much I don't agree with all this shit. This is, this is nuts. Oh my god. Did Tristan and I show you the Faith Plus One episode of South Park when we were no, all like, No. Okay, okay. Maybe we'll wait until we're all together because I think that's definitely a, that's a communal experience. Fuck? I'm okay. in the Lord's army. I may never march in the infantry. Ride in the cavalry. Shoot uh, the artillery. But number one, though, that was your, your banger. That you saw. Jesus loves me, this I know. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna peruse this list again later. Good. They good, are good, weak. Good golly but gosh. He is strong. <laughs> uh, welcome back to <laughs> Podcast 118, everybody. We just went on a we just went on a bender over at uh, at godtube.com. <laughs> Let me redo that intro because I don't want to publicize godtube.com. That's fine. I'll edit cut around this. Welcome back to Podcast 118. Me and Michael just got distracted. Uh, uh, by the magic of uh, in Christian school. Yes, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, that was fun. Um, we edited it all out so you wouldn't hear our opinions or anything. But um, <laughs> if we go right to the recital, mm-hmm. what a combo of Patty and Chocolate Boy. I was going to say, what a combo. wait, wait. So, cause Chocolate Boy is playing the, the, like the tuba, but like He's in like a, sousa, a sousaphone, uh, uh, variation like yeah. slung over the shoulder. What was yeah. Big Patty playing? And like one of those little accordions? I think so. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I was. Just, I just wrote down like 
Chocolate Boy's mouthpiece must be fucking disgusting. <laughs> I just wrote out what a combo. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did that even, that pairing even happen? I was, I don't know, you just, sometimes, sometimes the most oddball pairings of kids just had really good musical chemistry. But what, Big what can and you say? small. Uh, and then we get to uh, Gerald's swan song, I guess, where he does nothing and is smug the entire time. Yeah, same, like, it's all the, I mean, again, he's like, you gotta be yourself, i.e., I got to be just a little full of myself and feel myself. And, you know, he's, yeah. he just gets back to who he was before pre, yeah, pre tonsil, yeah. so, which is fine. And then he hits the, uh, he hits the low note. Good for them. But I do have to say there's 0.000% chance that a kid thought of the bass melody change that uh-huh. was necessary to make uh-huh. that work. It would have just octaved down and it wouldn't have worked. So that took that took me out. That, that took me right out of the suspended your disbelief. That yeah. you could no longer suspend your disbelief. I could I no say. longer suspend my disbelief <laughs> and be in this world because that mm-hmm. was not a thing. While we are just kind of on the subject a little, um, did you want to get into your at least our initial fan cast for Mr. Simmons? Oh yeah, based absolutely. on some info you got from this episode. Yeah, so this episode we get Mr. Simmons just being like a little bit more human. Uh, he laughs at things that are funny, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he also justifies himself and he also shoots down Stinky. Um, like, thank you, Stinky. That's enough or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, like. Exactly. So this came into my head a while ago because I think they kind of look alike a little bit. Sure. But it was this episode that pushed it over that I think <laughs> I'm going to lock in my casting of Glenn Howerton. For Mr. Simmons, best known as Dennis Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I told you I'd get a spot for everybody. Mm-hmm. I would love, I would love to see it. Especially if he can channel the like seething rage that's just behind <laughs> Dennis's eyes into Mr. Simmons in moments like these. Sure. I, I mean, yeah, like it. when he's really, or yeah, well, you, I think you could, he could definitely parlay that into the moments where Mr. Simmons is like, He's barely hanging on to his again, very like whatever like crunchy granola. Yeah. I love yeah. all the children persona. Yes. Yeah, I could. I've been seeing a lot of montages of him on TikTok, and yeah, I'm like, the way he enunciates things, depending on yes. like I guess how passionate he is in a given scene uh-huh. or episode, it's very Sim- Mr. Simmons esque. So mm-hmm. I was actually like, huh. And then um, I know I need. I heard it was really good, but he um, that movie he was in recently about like the rise and fall of the BlackBerry. The Blackberry, like he's he's yeah. right, he's got like a bald cap on, and I'm like, I can see Mr. Simmons there a little bit. I mean, he's <clears throat> he's a phenomenal actor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and his deli- his line delivery is really good. And I feel like he could also be a really good Jolly Ollie man. But I need someone that looks a little more crazy to be Jolly Ollie man. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, um, I think. But we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna have fun with that again. The Jolly Ollie man spotlight episode is pretty close i want to say it's close it's in this season for sure i just want to see mr simmons say that he's untethered and his rage knows no bounds i think i saw that last night that exact that exact line just oh. on, a, on, a, on a montage on tiktok so. yes yes um and so uh, there's the casting there's the episodes um morals Unless you had any in mind. I, have, I, I just wanted just, to say, oh, before yeah. morals, I just wanted to say it's been a while since we've gotten a little. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've been. Uh, a li- just a little moment of cuteness between uh, Phoebe and Gerald, Farold, GB, whatever you want to call them, couple wise. Mm-hmm. They like literally bat their more. eyes at each other. I was Make out. Very cute. Very cute. And the return of the subway vagrant. He was just on the sidewalk. Can you, can you, was, can you, can you, there. can we get a, can we get a, rend- your rendition of Gerald trying to work his voice out? 
like what was he just doing la 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 yeah it was just la well then i think he also hit a, hit us with a couple figaros too okay okay, okay. <laughs> feel free to pull away from the mic Stuck on this episode for way too long. Okay, let's wrap this uh, up. So, Mr. Simmons, back <laughs> this one. If you're gonna go to Paradise, get Pog Juice instead. Mm. Watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall instead of this episode. Mm -hmm. More minutes, and they're all good instead of zero minutes of twelve feeling like forever. <laughs> and then for Gerald's tonsils, uh, if you ever, ever are gonna be a part of a chorus, at least learn the three-part harmony so you can play any part instead mm -hmm. of making the terrible mistake of just singing in an octave higher and octave lower because putting you all your miss the notes putting all your eggs on that vocal basket yes. is a risk for yes. sure absolutely and if you do know your range and know that other people are not doing the same <laughs> thing because they will try follow you and miss usurp you exactly like uh, so this one's done. Love that for us. <laughs> Next week, season three, episode four, Arnold's Room and Helga versus Big Patty versus the people of the United States. Versus O.J. Simpson. This is this is not O.J. Simpson. This is Sean. That's Michael. And as always, never eat raspberries yep. or watch these episodes.